Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Big Earth versus the People podcast. But this one is special because every Tuesday evening I record with the Straight from the Hip podcast. So popping off on this week, we have another exciting show where I do some craziness and everybody laughs. Y'all know how I do. So pop up to see the video on Facebook, Straight from the Hip, on YouTube, Straight for the Hip, and enjoy that version as well as this audio version. So I appreciate you guys. We're going to have a quick ad, and then we're going to start the show. Thanks for listening. This is when Jason does it, but that's fine. We're going to roll, we're going to roll, we're going to roll. All right. All right, let's see here. Sure, I got all the YouTube and things up. Banners are up. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Do I got the intro? There's the intro. Ooh, I was about to click the wrong one. Ha <laughs> ha! That was gonna be funny. It's eight o'clock. It's eight o'clock. It's eight o'clock. <laughs> Couple minutes late, but we kicking. Hey, we're good. All right. Nine out of ten times if Jason's not here, we just don't even have a show because I don't know what the hell I'm doing, and Coach Damn sure doesn't either. So we just go. Ah, we'll go next week. I, I've I've messed with it a few times. I'm gonna wing it. We're gonna we're gonna have a nice little hour with this one. All right. So let's go ahead and get it started. Oh oh. Play the clock. Play the clock. Oh, you already know what it is, man. From the hip, don't need no script, just need a microphone. My man, Coach Boo, gon' take you to the entertainment zone. They got the stats, the this and that to keep this show on point. And when we're done, we have some fun and rock this funky joint. So if we'll sit back and chill, give us a chance to show ya. If one of y'all would like to call, we'll talk just like we know ya. We take control, then start the roll, and then there ain't no stopping. It's time to dip straight from the hip. Hey, y'all. Let's get it, All right, all right, all right. Had a little technical difficulty real fast, real fast. It wasn't nothing crazy. We're good. But we're here. That's straight from the hip. It's Tuesday, 8 o'clock. You guys know what's going on. It's not Coach, but it's Big Irv. Bring hey. him from Washington, D.C., and then I'm gonna send it down to the Georgia people there. Travis, how do you how you doing? How does it feel to be back? Oh, it feels great to be back. I know it's been a while. It's been a while. Yes, uh, I will I will say real quick, in honor of Coach, it's Tuesday, June the eighth, year of our Lord, two thousand and twenty-one. There you go, Coach. Uh, but yeah, doing good, doing good. Glad to be on the show today, and uh, we got a lot of stuff to uh, cover, mainly some basketball, but a little odds and ends stuff overall. The overall there too. Right, all right, and then we got Carrie. How's it going, Carrie? Hey, going all right. Looking forward to this conversation while our Hawks are getting spanked at the beginning of the first uh, quarter here. But hey, it's only in the one game one, so yep. Cool. Let's get it. Yeah. All right. So what's going on, Mr. Butler? No coach today, but we're going to have some fun anyway. Oh, yeah. All right. So 
who wants to lead off? I'm over here being being Jason for a quick second. Well, I think I think the uh, since we're down here in Georgia, I think the biggest thing we got to talk about is uh, the Julio trade, or what Coach would say the the Julio trade that uh, occurred, and the uh, subsequent uh, number jersey change that he came out with today. I don't know if you guys saw that, but uh, Julio gets traded, uh, Julio or Julio, and a six round pick get traded to the Tennessee Titans. For a second rounder and a fourth round, I believe. So um, I, 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 I think it's a win-win for both teams. I really do. You know, I've been on the show, and I, I wouldn't have given them a first-round pick for Julio, but I said if, if uh, a team was going to willing to give up a second round, I, you know, that, that's fair. And a team like Tennessee that's kind of fighting for, the, you know, trying to, you know, they're in a Super Bowl window right now. So they're trying to win it. They're trying to get as many pieces as possible. Um, they do have A.J. Brown, so I don't know how that's going to work. You know, sometimes two, you know, number one or A wide receivers don't really work. Uh, but it may really help out Derrick Henry, you know, now they can't stack the box. So uh, it's interesting. Uh, we'll we'll kind of have to see really what Julio's got left in the tank, uh, being, what, 32, 30, you know, 33 years old. Uh but if he can just give them half of, you know, you know, almost, you know, what he's been doing the last few years with Atlanta, um, I, I think it may be worth it for the Titans because this may be the one thing that they need so that teams can't just double cover A.J. Brown. Yes, uh, it's going to be interesting. I'd like to see how they're going to change it up because we all know Tennessee is a strictly just run base squad. Um, Kerry, what you think? How you feel now? Since your boy is yeah. gone. He's gone. I feel the same way you were about to say. They're a run-first team in Tennessee, so it'll be interesting um, to see how many um, targets he gets, right, how, how often they target him. Um, but like Travis was saying, you can't – if you put all the men in the box, then you're leaving Brown and uh, Julio open. If you put your first cornerback on either one of those, you're putting your number two on either on the other one. So – you're it's in for you're in for some trouble playing them now. The defense is going to be a different story. I think they're kind of in the same position that Atlanta has found themselves in, in that we can outscore most people, or we have been able to in, in the in the past years. But then we can't stop the we can't stop them from scoring. So and we can't keep the lead. So we'll see how that works out. I have more faith in Tannehill being able to get um, Julio the ball than I had in my own own court. All right, all right. Yeah, I hear you on that one. That's it's it's gonna be interesting. Like I, I really do want to see how Tennessee is gonna just basically operate with this newfound offense that these guys have now. So this is gonna be interesting. Yeah, real quick, I'm just looking up their uh, their depth chart. Uh their number three wide receiver, so their slot wide receiver uh, is Josh Reynolds uh, coming from uh, the, the Rams. Not a bad number three. Uh, should be a quality, you know, pos possession wide receiver. He's not going to be spectacular, but with, with those two, Brown and Julio, um, you know, on either side, he doesn't need to be. So that's, that's a pretty decent, you know, possession number three wide receiver for him. The rest of the depth chart's terrible. So if, he, if any of those guys goes down, they, they don't have anybody. 
uh, on on second string. But um, you know, Josh Reynolds, I, I like that as a number three. He was a solid number three for the Rams and and put up seven eight hundred yards every single year for you know eight or nine touchdowns. And he was working with you know Jared Goff, and I'd take Tannehill over Jared Goff. So you know, I think that's a you know a pretty solid trio right there for the Titans. Look, I'll be honest. I think we we'll all take <laughs> Tannehill over Jared Goff right now. Um, yeah, this is it's gonna be very interesting. So I, I kind of do. Would I take Tannehill over Matt Ryan? Listen, yeah. I really don't want to have Tannehill throw anything over 30 passes a game. If he throws yeah, I, more than 30 passes, I'm worried. I, 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 I would go Matt Ryan before I took Tannehill. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Jason's throwing his, his two cents up in there. Is Tannehill a top 11 quarterback? He loves he loves Tannehill because he won fantasy playoffs with Ryan Tannehill like two oh. years in a row. Um, so he, he loves himself some Tannehill. Uh no, I would not have him in my top eleven. I don't think. Listen, Tannehill, you can't throw favorites just because of fantasy football out here, Jason. I'm not saying now. I'm not saying he's doing that. I'm not <laughs> saying he's doing that. I'm just he loves him some Ryan Tannehill. He, no, he I can't. Him. I can't deny it. He's fine. Uh, top eleven. I can't see it. I'm just trying to think of some guys that's. Well, everybody knows the top six. Yeah, I was gonna say, why don't we? You know, Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Rogers. Yeah. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I would take Josh Allen. Bra- um, um, Brady. The, the you didn't spark the nerve. Uh, oh my. <laughs> I would take Brady, but yeah. I, I think I would take Brady over Tannehill. That's close, though. Uh, I'd take Deshaun Watson. Assuming Deshaun Watson's playing, I would take Deshaun Watson. Aaron Rodgers? I already said, yeah, I just said Rodgers. Yeah, you said Rodgers. Okay. Um, trying to think real quick. Um, Let me see. So would you add guys like um, – You said count 11, that'd be better. <laughs> yeah, 11. Let me see. I'm trying to think here. You can't add anybody from the NFC East. Would you take Dak Prescott over right now? Honestly, I would. Mm. I would too. Healthy, healthy Dak, I would take healthy Dak over right now. I would, yes. Um, I would not I would not take Hurts. No, I don't even know who the quarterback for the Washington Reds or football team is. Uh, right now, it's Fitzpatrick. Yeah, no, for what they're announcing. Uh, and then you're not going to take uh, Eli 2.0, <laughs> Daniel Jones, <laughs> and then you got the door. Stafford. So no, I, I, I hate take Stafford. Stafford. I hate Stafford. I think he's a. I think he's a total useless bum. What about Jimmy G? Oh. No, I'd go Tannehill. I'd go Tannehill. Okay. I'm trying to I'm trying to think. Russell Wilson, we say Russell Wilson. Would you take Lamar Jackson? I would. 
Yeah. I, I, know, Coach, I know Coach wouldn't. Uh, he, no, he, Coach despises this guy. He despises Lamar. Uh, really? <laughs> so we got a hell no. Baker? I might, I might take Baker. Yeah, I think we've hit 11, guys. I mean, we we just started blurting out a good amount. We we probably got to eleven. Yeah, I wouldn't take. I would take Tannehill over Baker. Because Breeze is gone. Yeah, I'm not taking Winston. You know, definitely not taking Winston. Uh, Kyler Murray. I think I'd take Kyler Murray. I like I'm, Kyler Murray. I might take Kyler Murray. Murray. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's. Yeah, no, we're Jason's right. We're at nine right now, so we're we're still. Would you take Joe Burrow? Yes. I won't. Too soon. I, 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 As a Bengals fan, I want to, but it's too soon. It's too yeah. soon for, to take Burrow over Tannehill. I would, um, but it's, yeah, it's too soon. And then we forgot about Watson. No, I said Watson. Oh, you did say Watson. Yeah, I, I did say Watson. I do remember. I do remember. Um, Carson Wentz. No. Um, I, whoever the hell the Denver quarterback is, I'm not taking him. No. Justin Herbert. Too soon. Agreed. Derek Carr. No. no. Like we said Derek. Mahomes. We said Mahomes. Carr's fine. It's just. Okay, Ryan. You said no for Ryan. Are I you saying Ryan, yes? I'm on, the, I'm on the fence on Ryan. Oh, I don't God. Know. He's right there. No, I'm not taking Tim Tebow. We go. Um, <laughs> Or Trevor Lawrence. Um, yeah, this um, is tough because we got a lot of young guys that's taking over that probably will end up stepping in. But at this point, right now, no, Jason. You know, Jason. You and I talk about this. Tannehill's always right there. I just don't know if he's top. Yeah, he's probably top twelve. See, he did that on purpose. Named eleven. Yeah. Yeah. I've had this conversation before because we've talked about Tannehill. He's strategic with this stuff. I'm not taking Ben Roethlisberger. Come on. Oh, man. first of all, you can't even spell his name right. So exactly, <laughs> I'm not taking him. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna retire after this year. That stands for brothel burger. Yeah. <laughs> you know the rule. If you can't even say his name right, we can't put him on the list. <laughs> that's that, that's a minor rule, but yes. Yeah, we yeah, can't. I'm not it's a little bit ironic that Ty, that Tannehill restructured his deal to get Julio, right? And that Julio will wear number two. Number two. Yep. Yeah. AJ Brown said he would give up eleven easily, but he, he told yeah. him to keep it. Yep. So hey, it's a jersey number. Who cares? At the, that's yeah. and that's how you gotta look at it. Oh my goodness! All right, Mr. Butler. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what we got next? What we got next going? Uh, NBA playoffs. All right. NBA playoffs, it is. So, going with the NBA playoffs, are you guys satisfied with what happened in the first round? Yep. <laughs> well, we know you are. <laughs> so, oh, uh, for me, I purposely enjoyed the first round very much. But so far, this second round is uh, looking like blowout city right now. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. 
Well, I'm gonna go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, who are the two? The blowouts are only happening with the with Brooklyn. Who else is blown out? Let's see. The Atlanta game was a well. It started out as a blowout, and then it ended up being a good game at the end. And the Suns. I, 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 I think that Suns-Denver uh, series is going to go at least six. I really yeah. like that series. Uh, yeah. I, did, I watched a little bit of that because it came on so damn late last night. I couldn't stay over and watch it. Um, but I didn't realize how good Denver – like how much good talent Denver actually has. Like they're really, really talented, and so is Phoenix. I'm not taking – I think Phoenix is going to win the series, but – I. That's not going to shock me if that goes seven. I could very yeah. easily see that going seven, and we're looking at a really close series pretty much the whole way, especially if Chris Paul gets injured like he does every single playoffs. Never if fails. Injured, Denver, that's Denver's to lose, I think. Never fails. Yeah, I, I can't wait to look at that one. That one's going to be interesting. Um, I, it's 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 going to be – it's gonna be a nice little little series going on here. Um, I was intrigued by Milwaukee and Brooklyn until the first two games was played. Did <laughs> up. I'm so yeah, over it. I I really expected Milwaukee's defense to uh, show up, and they showed out like out the building. They never arrived. Um, yeah. <laughs> that partially, and along with. Uh, Um, yeah, that, that's, that's a dead series for me. I just got a feeling that that's not going to last. That's, I'm waiting for game three to see how that's going to go. But, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not happy about that one at all. I, I really wanted that one to be something. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, Carrie, you would be a little excited about this. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah you a little more excited it. about this Atlanta one. Um, well, let's see. I am excited about it. We were getting blown out. I don't know what the score is right now. Oh, 20 to 33. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I think that we're going to give them some trouble. I think um, I'm not comparing the talent, but the depth in Atlanta is much like the depth in, in Phoenix, where you can you can really replace guys and put in some quality scores. Um, so I'm interested to see both of these teams and what they're going to do. Um, for the Bucks and the Brook and the Brooklyn series, like when you match their their big three with or the Bucks big three with Brooklyn's big three, I mean it's too much of a drop off after um, after Giannis, right? The next best player is either Holiday or Middleton. That's a a major fall. And then you look at Brooklyn. If you're gonna put Harden or Durant or Kyrie. At the top, I mean, they're all superstars. So, I I wouldn't be surprised if they got if they got swept. To be quite honest, I, I, I think that's, uh, that's and, not, and let's not real quick. Let's not forget they got Blake Griffin too. And I know this isn't like Blake Griffin coming out of college, but he's still a good player. And is uh, you know him being the number four on that team is ridiculous. Like. I, I think that goes five at, at the most, I, and it wouldn't shock me if it gets if it's a sweep. And that's the scary thing. Like you got guys like Blake Griffin, Joe Harris is just a knockdown three. Mm -hmm. um, 
I, I feel sorry for Milwaukee, and I like Milwaukee. I like I thought, I thought Drew Holiday was going to help those guys out. I thought yeah, the pick, the pickup of PJ Tucker was going to help those guys out, and it doesn't even matter. <laughs> like it, it has no, no anything to how the series is going to go, and it's just frustrating. I like, yeah. I like six game series. I like, the, I like those like little drawn out series that you, you know. Somebody steals a win early at their home court, and then it means nothing for the last four games. Like I like those type of series, but uh, it's not looking good whatsoever. And and I do want to see what this Clippers and uh, and Utah series is going to look like too, because uh, Donovan Mitchell's mm-hmm. on a mission, and I think uh, somebody sparked a flame in Kawhi because he's been playing out of his mind since they were down three two. So, yep. it, it's it's going to be fun. I, I, this is when it gets starts getting enjoyable. All right, so let's make our picks. Okay. Um, even though y'all said Chris Paul is inevitably the trend, What's going to happen? the dude is six one, six two, six three. I don't somewhere in there. So yes, you're going to get hurt. That's how he plays. He plays on the front line, folks. Anyways. I picked the Suns over Denver. Irv? I'm going Denver. As much as I like the Suns, Donovan Mitchell's going to play out of his mind. I, I, I'm going Denver. Donovan Mitchell plays for the Jazz. Wait, yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Jokic, the MVP. Michael Porter. Jokic. I'm sorry. I'm Porter mixing teams together. Yes. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going Michael Porter, Jokic, and Denver. All right. First off, Chris Paul is six foot, and I think that's a generous six foot. I think mm-hmm. he's more like five ten, but we'll go with that. Uh, there's no way he's six one and six two. <laughs> um, second, I will go with Phoenix strictly because of home court. Uh, I really think that's going to make a difference in this series. Like I said, I, I got this at least going six, and I think if you put a gun to my set head and said pick one, I'm going to go seven. It's going to go back and forth. One team may get one road one road victory, but the other one will get one road victory. I think it's going seven, and it'll be at Phoenix, and I think Phoenix will, will win it. Devin Booker is really, really, really good. Um, but if Chris Paul's not playing, forget mm, it. I, I think it's a wrap. Yeah, if they can, if they can barely beat the, the Lakers with Chris Paul, and I know the Lakers have LeBron and AD. I get that. I'm not saying the Lakers suck. But Denver is a better all-around team than the Lakers, and if Chris Paul's not playing. Denver's winning. The Lakers suck. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason's got the Suns. Yep. Also, Jason the Suns. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll Earth, be the so lone, wolf. lone soldier for Denver. I'll be the lone wolf. That's okay. All right. All right for the second um, matchup in the in the West, Jazz or Clippers. I got the Clippers. I got the Clippers in seven. I got the Jazz in six. I got Jazz in six. Yeah, Clippers just, there's something about them that just doesn't click, it seems like, especially in the playoffs. I'll go go Jazz in six. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Unless somebody tees off Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard again, Paul George is—I I just got a feeling Paul George is going to let let everybody down again. I hate mm-hmm. saying that, 
because he's too good of a player to be playing as bad as he was at one point. Um, but I'm I'm still going Utah. Nobody picks Utah ever, but now I'm picking Utah. Do the anyone that's going to be able to uh, guard Rudy Gobert on a on a consistent basis either? Because that guy, not only defensively, but that, that's a matchup nightmare offensively, and he's not bad either. Like he's really good. I, I don't know if the Clippers have anyone that's going to be able to you know hang with him on a nightly basis. But if they get him in foul trouble, then what? Who they got? Who do they have behind him? I mean, their their other star is Donovan, and then Clarkston. So Joe Engel. Yeah. yeah, when once Rudy goes out of the game, they play straight small ball. Mm-hmm. And they're missing Mike Conley for the first game, so that's going to be another interesting point too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, watching Utah, they they go a lot of small ball as soon as Rudy goes out of the game. So they like to run when Rudy's not in there. Um. But the real question is, will we see DeMarcus Cousins from the Clippers this series? We saw mm-hmm. nothing of him in the first year, first round. My answer is no. <laughs> no. He, he's a necessity to have, but not to use. I, I don't think they'll use him. So it's going to be interesting. Um, but I, I think the Clippers will match the small ball with uh, Utah as soon as Gobert out of, goes out of the game. So it's going to be fun to watch, but I'm going Utah. All right, the two of you have Utah. I don't see Jason's pick. Jason's got uh, the Clippers. He got the Clippers. All right, so me and Jason on the Clippers. Good deal. Yeah. All right, moving to the East, Brooklyn or Bucks? <laughs> Next question. Four. Okay. Sweep. 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 All right, Atlanta and Philly then. It's a six point game right now. I, I really want to go. I really want to go, Atlanta. And the fact that they won the first game, I really want to do it. But we know oh. Atlanta sports, so wow. <laughs> I'll, I'll go Philly. Come on, we know it's gonna. We know it happens. Like it's and 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 it would be so Atlanta. And I'm not hating on Trey Young because he's been spectacular in the playoffs. But for him to put up one or two just rotten. Goose egg, terrible games, and then boom, like Philly, Philly's just gonna win in six. Like, and then people are gonna blame Trey Young when it's not his fault. But it, that's just that's just an Atlanta thing. So I, I'll go Philly. All right, Earth. I hate to say it. Oh, I'm going Atlanta. Yeah, well, really. I got a feeling Embiid yeah. is not healthy. I don't think it beats healthy either. And if he no doesn't play, arguably torn meniscus. Yeah. A week. And and let's talk about this. What the heck is partially torn? It's either torn or it's not. Right. That shit hurt or it don't. <laughs> like, what is a partial tear? Like something that looks like it's about to happen, but it didn't. Like, I still don't understand that terminology. A tear is a tear. This is a partial tear, apparently. That's so, the <laughs> <laughs> like this is crazy, but um, yeah, I just I don't think he's healthy, and um, Atlanta once they get on fire, it's a wrap. I just got a feeling they're gonna get on fire early and often. The second half, not right now, obviously, but <laughs> but um, what you say, six points, like that's nothing for NBA. So if Atlanta wins tonight. Atlanta's won the series. This is a must win for the 76ers. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, Jason says they're gonna make sure, the NBA is gonna make sure it's Philly and Brooklyn. You think so? If it's, if it's Atlanta and Brooklyn, it's gonna be a 200 point game because they don't play near defense. This is it'll gonna be, be interesting. A game and it'll be a four game sweep too. Yeah, oh, I would hurt for that game, but that's the absolute worst matchup, I think, for, for the Atlanta Hawks. That is the one team they do not want to play, but they're, they're if they make it to the finals, that's who they're playing. So, yeah, I mean, at this point, we don't even know because <laughs> all, all your homegrown teams are not in there, so there's gonna be a brand new finals, guys. So, I'm I'm really excited about that, though. I love the fact that it's going to be some different different teams. Absolutely, that's that's great. One yeah, of these teams, only the Bucks and Philly, right, have won a championship before. Brooklyn, no. and Brooklyn, Atlanta, Denver, the the Clippers have never won. The Suns or the Jazz. I want to say. Didn't Denver win one in the seventies? I don't think so. Uh uh-uh. uh. They won in the seventies. It doesn't count. Come on. <laughs> I mean, <come> on. <laughs> I mean, in that okay. case, yeah, the Bucks and Philly won a while back too. I think one of them won in the eighties. Philly. No, nah, the Bucks was seventies. That was Korea. Yeah, yeah that was Korea. Okay. So that's good. So, yeah. you know, good for the league. Good for the cities that rep these teams. Um, Absolutely. Yep, get used to because it ain't gonna happen next year. LeBron's coming out with a vengeance, as he says, but he got to beat the Goon Squad first. <laughs> I'm gonna go see that in theaters. I wait for it to come on Red Box. Anyway, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Red Box. It's it's coming out on my birthday, so of course I'm going to see it. Uh. Real quick, right. we were to talk the if we had to rank the top five stars left in the NBA playoffs, who would you guys take? You want to start off here? No. <laughs> okay, top five stars. Top five. Top five. Let's left, get the easy. Left in the NBA playoffs at this point, right now, how they're playing. Yeah. So let's let's get the easy ones out the way. Uh, Kevin Durant is one. Yeah. Uh, Jokic is another. Yeah. Embiid is another. Donovan Mitchell. Only got one left. And Trey Young. Really? I'll I'll go that five, and it sucks because I'm not including Kawhi. Yeah, I had Kawhi in mind. Um, I, I, I'm not including Booker. Yeah. That one was tough. That's a tough one. Because Booker, Booker's playing out of his mind. DeAndre Ayton is playing out of his mind. Yep. Um, ben Simmons and, and Tobias Harris is playing out of their mind right now. Well, outside of the free throw line for Ben Simmons. Yeah, Kyrie. I didn't mention Tobias Harris. No, <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, I like Kyrie, man, but Kyrie is such a liability on defense. I I never include him on anything. He's exciting to watch on offense, but no, I won't. I won't add him to my five. All right, Travis. I got Durant one. I, I agree. I got I got uh, Jokic two. Um, I put Kawhi at three just because his defense and he's been balling lately. Um, 
And then I flipped. I, I, it came down between Booker, Mitchell, and Young for me. Two out of those three. I went Booker and Mitchell, but it was really difficult for me to take Young out. Like, I, I, I if you said put Young above any one of those two, I, I can't argue with that. So I can't yeah. go and bead because he's got a partially torn whatever, meniscus or whatever. Like, it's tough for me to pick an injured guy that may not even play for the rest of the series. We just but, don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what he's going to be. So, but between Booker and Mitchell and Young, those are my, my final three. But I, I, it was difficult for me to pick those, you know, two out of those three. You saw Jason's got KD, Leonard, Booker, Jokic, and Embiid. Yep. Okay. And who would have thought we'd have had two big guys right now oh, in, a, in, a, in a guard league? I got CP one, two, and three. <laughs> I got Booker and I got Young. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna have Trey Young number one, John Collins number two, uh, Kevin Herter number three, Kevin Herter number four, and uh, <laughs> Bogdan Bogdanovich is number five. <laughs> yeah, we put we put the spotlight on you now. Let's see, I got my notes. I know exactly what I got. CP one, two, and three, young and Booker. Wrote that down. I'm not mad at that. Okay. CP one, two, and three. CP one, two, and three. I wasn't ready for that. Okay. That's my job. CP three. That's a good one. That's a good one. I wasn't ready for that one. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, now I see why she didn't want to go first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, next subject. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, next subject. What you got? What we got? Travis, I think, are we going to Serena next? Yeah, Serena. Oh, this is an interesting one. I think the question that um, Jason posed was who wins a, who wins uh I guess a title first, Serena or LeBron. I don't know how he drew that comparison. Oh, why you got to put that picture up of her? God. Was that the wrong one? Yeah, it's Is a bad one. Serena? Wow. That's what she posted. Come on, man. Mm. Anyways, let's get to, <laughs> let's talk about Serena, the tennis star, and not Serena, the uh, Michael Jackson lookalike. Right now, <laughs> the the the, the right, photoshopped right, right. Um, mistake that got posted. What's that? The 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 Photoshop gone wrong picture. Oh man, it's bad. Jason, take it off, man. <laughs> Is that Jason doing that? Who's doing that? That's definitely okay. me. That's definitely me. Wow. Okay, uh, so Serena lost against the twenty-first ranked opponent. 21 year old out of Russia. Um, she's going to, she, I, I love Serena. Obviously I'm a tennis fan. I think she's going to, it's going to be more and more difficult for her to win. Although I wasn't surprised that she lost at the French open. Uh, the clay is not her friend. She's only won three titles there of her 23 titles. Hmm. Mm, I didn't know that. I, knew it. I think she's, I, I don't think she'll win again. The delta between her 
and her all of her disciples, all the all the people that have been watching her tape for 25 years, that Delta is growing smaller and smaller. Like they're studying her. If she studied this Russian player, she had four years to, of tape to study versus them having 25 years of tape to study. Um, so that, you know, it, her secret's out. She's no longer as fast as she was. She's as powerful, but you can run her all over the all over the court and beat her. So if she doesn't win this year, I think it, I think she's done. Not done playing, but I don't think she'll win another title. Now, you know what the interesting thing is? They, they tell a lot of people <laughs> that watch uh, the French Open is that um, the clay will tell you who is legit and who is not. Because once you get your footing correctly on the clay, you will be dangerous. And a lot of these top athletes, and I mean top athletes, these a lot of these top tennis uh, stars are coming up lame with injuries or um, just not playing to their, their potential like they will on uh, the hard court or grass. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, showing. Because is it is it like the top four women's uh, tennis players out right now? I know Osaka's out. I know the number one is out. Um, I don't know about the other two. Yeah, Three and so, four. So uh, the French Open will humble you. Yeah. So I don't even know who's left in the French Open. <laughs> like even on the men's side, like Coco Golf is still in. Okay, Coco's still in. Okay. That's like, all I know. <laughs> like, is that is that bad for me to say? Like, or is it just the competition is is crazy on in the French Open? Yeah, I, um, Rafael Nadal is still in for the men's, and um, I know Federer is out. He dropped. Federer is out, but the other one, the black-headed um, Djokovic, he's still in. Okay. And then for women's, I only know Coco Golf. I don't know who else is in. Sorry, it's stormy outside. The rain is hitting my window. But I didn't have thunder with no rain up here, so I understand. So I think for women's tennis, I mean the the talent is, I believe, like right, Serena and, and um, Venus, like they kind of hit a plateau and even maybe a sunsetting of their careers. While women's tennis in general is on the rise, so um, the power that they brought to the to women's tennis, the consistent power, the speed. Um, women's tennis is just changing and they're not able to cover that delta anymore. More importantly, I don't care who takes Margaret Court's record, but we need to women's tennis in general, tennis people in general want her name to be kind of a footnote. Um, she's not a good representation of, of uh, what they want to put out there anymore. She's basically a homophobic racist whoa so they they really want for her to be her name to be footnoted whoa wow this is this is new information for me for margaret court oh yeah, yeah. when martina naritalova was at the top of the um oh yes table, she said to them like they she didn't want little girls to be looking out at her they want she wished that they had somebody they can emulate and you know more just slurs about um how being gay is dip yeah it doesn't matter he she didn't I, have i did hear that wow. i did hear that he supported apartheid you're right i did hear that and she said there 
she wanted nothing to do with the um, with the fight for equal pay on the courts. Hmm. Nothing. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. So get her name off. I hope it's Serena. Better for me if it's a black woman, but let it be anybody. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I think it will be Serena. Um, to answer the initial question, I actually think Serena will win a championship before LeBron. Um, Serena tends to have that one really, really good tournament every year, right? Where she just turns it into high gear and she proves that she's one of the greatest of all time and she'll win just because of you know her God-given talent and who she is, right? And the fact that also, let's face it, she's got four chances to win the championship before LeBron can even get back to possibly winning another championship. And I don't see the Lakers winning the championship next year with the the team that they got constructed next year. I know he's going to be on a mission, but he's going to be one year older, and that team isn't winning a championship. So I actually think Serena could have two or more years to win a championship, and I'll, I'll put stock in the fact that she'll win something. She may win the, the U.S. Open, right, or the Wimbledon. She kicks butt in both of those every single year. It may, not be, it may not be the French Open. It only has to be one major, and she's got right. more chances to do it. So I'll take Serena to win before LeBron. Yeah, I'm with you on that one too. Because obviously she has four more chances to uh, to do it before we even come back around to this point again next year. Um, yeah. And then the crazy thing is uh, bringing up LeBron. We already know he's going to try to get like four more superstars to play with him next year and just run through the league. So he'll have a chance, but he has a much longer chance to get there <laughs> than, than Serena does. Now it's interesting. I'm running through this list of tennis players I only recognize three. So there's a lot of names that got knocked out already. Hmm. On the women's side or total? Total. Like, I don't see any, you don't hardly see any rankings next to any of these names. So that means like out of the top 24, a lot of them are gone. Which is wild. Like, no ranking, no ranking. Medvedev, I know that one. But he's he lost. He's gone. Yeah, he lost. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Nadal and Jokic. They, they play tomorrow. Yep. And, and I've Col- heard of that, the, the, the Stefanos. I've heard of the guy that beat Medvedev. I've heard of him. I couldn't pick him out of, out of a lineup, but I've, I've at least heard the name before. And then Berrettini, I've heard of him, but he's playing Jokic, so that's going to knock out one person. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is unranked. And the Dolls playing the number 10 guy. I've never heard of him, though. Like, that's, wow. Yeah. So that's, will be less names after tomorrow. Yep, he's playing the 10th, Schwartzman. So he's playing the 10th ranked guy. Listen, tennis is at a different level right now. French Open Open might have a new winner at this rate. All right, so what else we got? What else we got? Because we we got 10 minutes left. We started late. I I think the last 10 minutes is that awful boxing that uh, you guys watched this past weekend. Oh, yeah. 
between my guy, Ocho Cinco, that's my guy. I've been an Ocho Cinco fan forever. And I love the name change, by the way. I actually got a jersey that said Ocho Cinco when he changed his name officially. That was great. Oh, you did? I loved it. (laughs) Well, I got a nice little highlight from the end of the fight. Oh, watch yourself. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Oh, 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 he's all right. He's all right. He's good. Now, with my work status, this was the only, this one and the fight after this one was the only one that I was able to watch. And um, I'll be honest, Ocho held his own. That's what I heard. He, uh, if, if you listen to anybody that will talk about this fight and just call out the knockout, they didn't watch the fight. Like, for a guy who's never been in the ring and, and fought and, um, you know, he just he came out looking like he knew what he was doing. And a lot of people don't really know the guy that he fought, but the guy that he fought is has had a bunch of street fights, uh MMA fights, and and licensed uh boxing matches that he has had some terrible records in. Um so it's funny to me that he chose to to do a street fighter in the in the middle of a ring. But he, he the guy he fought looked terrible. Like it looked like he never fought a day in his life. And he kind of got lucky with that wild swing at the end of the uh at the beginning of the fourth round. They only did four rounds. Um I, I think if Ocho really wanted to get back in the ring with more than two months of training, he would do a solid job. It would be something that I would really want to watch. Like he like he knew how to throw the punch and then back out the way. This this was just the one instance that he didn't get out of the way, his feet crossed up and the other guy caught him. Because if he if he was still in good stance, he wouldn't have fell. But I think he crossed his legs and he lost balance, and that was that was the main reason why he fell. Um, but I don't know. Did you guys didn't even get a chance to watch it? Nope. So I'm rolling. Uh, but yeah, it was it was actually a good night outside of the last fight. Um. I kind of caught bits and pieces of the last one while I was at work, but um, the fight, the the most exciting fight was the only fight that was actually a sanctioned boxing fight that was after this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, those guys were going back and forth, just basically like catching each other one round and the other guy would catch him the next round. And it was just like, who's going to fall first? But eventually nobody fell. It was, it was, it was a pretty legit good fight. Um, one round, a guy would know how to dodge. The next guy, he just—he was a brick wall. He was just standing still, getting, taking the punches. But it was, to me, those type of fights are exciting. But if you're the manager on the sideline, you don't want to see those type of fights, right? <laughs> because you don't want your guys taking years off their life, getting punched in the head. And that was happening quite often in that second Ooh. fight. Um, but you know, to see blood and guts and all that other stuff flying off and sweat, yeah. you know, it's. <laughs> That's exciting to me, but uh, going on with that last fight, that that Paul and Mayweather fight, yeah, uh, it was obviously a cash grab, and it was it was noticeable early. And when I started to pick the fight back up around the fourth round, and and you could tell Floyd was getting kind of frustrated from how the people that was there were acting, and he came out and kind of like caught Jake Paul with like a couple good ten piece punches. That he wasn't ready for, and then he went back into "I'm just gonna watch you throw and slide out the way" type of situation. It was just like, all right, I, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to make it so it just goes eight rounds, so everybody can just say, "Oh my god, 
You gave the people what they wanted. No, that's not what we wanted. We wanted to, me personally, I went into watching it, wanting to see that a guy that's not a legit boxer should not be anywhere in the ring with a guy that is a legit boxer. And he didn't show me that. He just showed that he was there for the payday. And I think I'm off the toy bandwagon right now after that one. Hmm. So I mean, I'm going to see more and more of this. Like, I'm I'm not so much a fan. I am a box boxing fan. I don't like the the YouTubers fighting against, um, you know, qualified and trained boxers. It, uh, I, Yeah, I don't like it at all. I won't be paying any money toward those type of fights. No, I didn't pay. <laughs> Good for you. Make sure nobody's around. I don't want to get in trouble. Right. We ain't using your government name. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no. Oh, here go coach. Yeah, that's what I was laughing at. Number two to Ricky. <laughs> coach, you can't say that. He's out of town now. He's good. He's number one where he is. I said he wore number two because he's going to show um, Maddie Ice what a real number, what a what a real football player looks like wearing a number two. Oh my goodness! I can see that. So, so basically, Julio is going to show up, Matt Ryan. Oh, this is going to be interesting. I, I can't wait. It's only June. I know. I know. Oh my goodness! I'm sorry, camp camp is open. We're excited here in DC. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> I don't know about Cincinnati and Atlanta right now, but in DC, we're all right. Oh, Burroughs. Atlanta's all right too. Burroughs throwing dimes out there. What are you talking right. about? He's throwing dimes to the air, baby. What? Jamar no, just, Chase, come on. Jamar Chase. You still got T Higgins out there? T Higgins. Yep. Got yep. a got, got a nice little. Tight end from LSU that probably going to mess his toe up again. Probably. <laughs> no, it's it's it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm ready. I, I kind of want to see what July is going to bring when everybody starts getting ready for the exhibition games. Yeah. And uh, one thing I noticed when I looked at the schedule, it's like two weeks between the preseason and the regular season. Isn't there only three preseason games this year? It's three preseason games, yeah. but instead of going into the season after the last preseason game, it's two weeks. Right. And I'm like, is that going to get people out of their groove? Mm. I don't think so because, let's face it, the average player that was going to play in the NBA, in the NFL wasn't playing in week four anyway, so they were basically having two weeks off anyway. Unless so. you're Seattle. <laughs> uh, but most, most starters weren't playing, you know, the, that least definitely not the four. And even it's gotten to a point where even the third, the third preseason game starters weren't, a lot of starters weren't even playing until halftime. They were like, oh, you'll play halfway through the second quarter, and then they get them out of there. Like, they're not playing the start of the period at all in the preseason. I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference. Right. I really don't. Did you see that Atlanta plays? Yeah. Uh, Tennessee in the preseason. Really? Ooh. <laughs> Who decided on that one? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm ready for that one. That's going to be interesting. 
<laughs> you know who's gonna be the biggest talker? This guy right here. Yep. Oh, which guy? God. Which which guy? With where? You mean this guy right here? This guy, Mr. Gerald Mitchell. Oh, oh, oh! Extra week in Magic City. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be there. You gonna be there, Coach? Coach, Coach is still gonna live up his birthday. His birthday week is going for uh, another four months. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, we're coming up on nine o'clock. Does anybody else want to add anything to the stream? Yeah. Before we go, we gotta say we gotta mention Simone Biles' name. Yep. The biggest name in U.S. gymnastics since Mary Lou Retton. 25 yep. medals, 19 of those medals gold, um, and seven national titles. So got to put her name out there. Make sure we represent. That's all I got. Sure, absolutely. It, it's crazy. I watched her floor routine, right? And she even messed up a few times on her floor routine, and she still got, like, the highest score out of anyone. That was the craziest thing. Like, she 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 did a flip, landed, like, halfway out of bounds, which is supposed to be a deduction, and she still got higher than everyone else. It's and insane. they took the deduction away. This is insane. Yeah. How about her... Um, her her uh, the move that was named after her and in her floor routine she did that move backwards yeah yeah hey can you get Tito jackson off the screen <laughs> <laughs> i had to i had to do it to close out Lee, tito <laughs> this Real is quick, insane. one more thing uh i'm sure everyone watched it but u.s soccer beat mexico on sunday night to win the uh, nation's league cup in extra time in a fantastic thriller so go usa shame on the fans though because that was crap all right we got to cut travis off he's talking about soccer right now so y'all already know the deal uh <laughs> <laughs> jason you in the room you hit the mute button on people <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah <laughs> Coach, we understand. I, I couldn't get to it. <laughs> All right, everybody. So we, it's 9 o'clock. Come to the end of the show. We appreciate everybody coming through and joining us, ramble on. And then uh, <laughs> and um, hopefully we can get the rest of the squad back next week. Everybody's on vacation. Um, so I want to thank everybody for coming through. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Be, be best. Address.